0: What's up and welcome back to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. I'm a Dream Mason, a performance coach. I work with strong and successful people to boldly declare what they want, get real about what's in the way, and create the strategy and the steps for more clarity, freedom, and success in their life. Together, we get things done faster, raise the bar on your goals, improve your relationships, and get crystal clear on what you really want. Now, if you haven't already, Please support me and this podcast by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, or YouTube, and please leave a review on iTunes. Follow me, InspirationalAlex, on Instagram, and share this podcast with a friend. Now, a dream mason is a person who is brave enough to declare they have a dream and committed enough to do the work to build it. Now, I know we all have a dream mason inside of us. And my dream for this podcast is to support us by giving us a glimpse inside the hearts and minds of leaders, creators, and innovators to help us unleash our inner dream, Mason. Because your dreams don't build themselves. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Accomplishment Coaching. I won't let anyone sponsor this show, but I've personally done Accomplishment Coaching, their year-long life leadership training program and it changed my life completely besides giving me a new career it supported me to improve my relationships with my family my friends make the most money i've ever made find more joy and overall live a much more powerful life so if you're interested in coaching transformational work or leadership training accomplishment coaching is definitely the world's finest training program let's get into this episode What's up? Welcome back to the Dream Mason podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. And today we are going to talk about dating, love, sex, relationships, and Rubik's Cubes. So have you ever played or should I say worked on a Rubik's Cube? Clearly, I don't see them as fun or anything playful. Hence why I called it worked on a Rubik's Cube. So a Rubik's Cube is work. It takes repeated failures repeated trying combinations that don't work. It takes remembering moves you've already performed and how things fit together and don't fit together. So there's this thing about a Rubik's Cube where you know exactly how it's supposed to end up. But getting to that point, for each of us, is different. For some of us, it's fun. For some of us, it's hell. For some of us, it's disappointing, frustrating. Or some of us just won't touch the thing altogether. I'm kind of one of those. But Rubik's Cubes are kind of like how most people view dating. I say most because there's a lot of weirdos out there who love Rubik's Cubes. And there's also a lot of weirdos out there who love dating. I fall into that category. You know, I always view dating as fun and exciting. Like I got to meet new people, explore things, eat at cool restaurants. And I'm sure people that love Rubik's Cubes aren't actually weirdos, but there's a part of it that really excites something for them. But for most of us, we all know how this dating thing is supposed to go and how we want it to work out. But just like the damn Rubik's Cube, things don't seem to go the way we would like. And when it comes to dating, it seems like we fail a lot. So many of us are continuously left frustrated and disappointed. Many of us try on tons of options We learn from the ways that it's gone in the past, like we think about, oh, it definitely is going to go like this again because that's how it went before. And we use that to navigate how we're going to be moving forward. And often it just feels like a futile game. Some of us even choose not to play at all. Yet when you don't play with a Rubik's Cube, your life doesn't change. It's basically unimpacted. Yet when you simply quit dating, take a break from dating, or or don't even take any risks when it involves getting to meet people or date or know someone, you actually put at stake the thing that you want most, love, partnership, and connection. So as a performance coach, many of my clients come to me first for business, but ultimately, while they might be crushing it in so many areas of their lives, often areas of their life that are maybe not working as smoothly as they would like relationships, marriage, dating, problems in those things, questions in those things typically rise to the surface because let's just think about it. If you're crushing it in business, but life isn't good at home or in that personal area, it's gonna bleed in and vice versa. So it's become one of my favorite topics to coach around and you'd be surprised. It doesn't matter if I'm working with an overworked, overstressed single mom or a powerful mom who doubles as a badass corporate executive or the uber masculine male, those that are brave enough to take on conversations like this or the high eight figure entrepreneur. They all bring similar things when it comes to dating and relationships. Because of that, I recently asked a woman I know, what are some of the things that you want to know when it comes to dating? And what was really cool, about what she kind of shared with me and gave me, is it's exactly was the same as what my clients bring. And what I learned was the questions don't even matter because from what's clear from her questions is that she believes there's an actual answer, like there's a way that this whole thing is supposed to go. And one of the things I love about being a coach is that I get to see that in most of us. Most of us believe that there are ways things are supposed to go whether it be a job interview, dating, uh, a project you're working on, a conversation with our parents, we have this idea that it's supposed to go this way. Some of us call that shoulding and we're constantly shoulding all over ourselves. And we should on our partners and we should on our bosses and we should on our kids. It can get messy and gross. Uh, we, We want the secret formula or strategy that will get us success that will get us laid, that will help us fall in love, that will find us a partner, that will fix whatever issues we think our partners have. So then that everything will be the way that we think it should be. But what I'm here to tell you is that there are no right or wrong answers. There's no way that it's supposed to be. Your parents didn't get it right, your friends didn't either, but they also didn't get it wrong. There just aren't any supposed tos or shoulds. We want there to be. Of course we do. It would be, like, so much easier. But there's no way to cheat or shortcut your way to connection or love or fulfillment or any of the things that we deeply want. Like that damn Rubik's Cube, you can't cheat or shortcut your way there. However, you can either play the game, enjoy the ride, and find curiosity, adventure, and fun in it, or you can suffer through it, or maybe just not play at all. However, if you choose the latter, I might suggest you find a cave, move to India and start your deeply devoted meditation practice. And I want to point out in this, often the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. So if you're the person that's suffering in dating, I'd ask you to take a look at the rest of your life and go, hey, where else are you suffering? Or where else might you be suffering that it could be going differently? So great, right? Thanks, Alex. What the hell is the point then? If there aren't right answers or things I can do, why don't I just order a husband or a bride online? Well, first off, please don't do that. I know that, I mean, it seems risky because I know that you know when you order delivery food, it doesn't always show up the way that you want or the way that you've expected. So ordering a human online, um, just a bad idea. Don't do it. Um, So what do we do then? So as a coach... I get to work with brilliant, successful people to powerfully and clearly identify what they want around relationships, romance and dating, and then support them on getting from where they are to where they want to be. And it starts with a really simple question. What do you want? And if you can't answer that, no wonder you can't create it. So what's the old C.S. Lewis saying in Alice in Wonderland? I might even be getting, I don't know if it's C.S. Lewis. I'm, I am not the best with names, but everybody knows Alice in Wonderland, the author, something, something, Lewis. Uh, there's a moment in the story where Alice encounters the Cheshire Cat, and she doesn't know which way to go. And the Cheshire Cat says to her, well, where do you want to get to? And she goes, I don't know. And he says, well, then it doesn't much matter which way you go. So if we don't know where we're going, it doesn't actually matter what we're doing. It's all basically irrelevant. So the first step has to be a bold and powerful declaration about where you want to get to. After we've established and declared what you want, we can start digging into your stories, myths, beliefs about how men are or maybe how women are or how relationships are or how relationships go or how they're supposed to go. We get to look at what you learned about relationships and love from your parents, family, religious institutions, communities, the media. Think about the movies we watched and how they told us how love was supposed to go or how dating was supposed to go. Or even sex. What influenced you there? From that, we create some powerful awarenesses around what concepts exist in your mind and how things are or how they go in your mind. And then we can dig into that subconscious or that subconscious. Sometimes I think about it as like our brains are like these huge concrete blocks of information. And it's like solid. And it's like we think that this is how everything is. But what we can do is take a chisel to that and kind of whittle it down. Not because I'm saying how it should go, but we whittle it down so you can create the life you want. So you can see the world in the way you want and get the life you want. Coaching isn't rocket science, but the shit works because it identifies your blind spots. It makes them visible. Now, think about it. if we could see our blind spots in a car, we wouldn't get into accidents. Well, we would minimize accidents. We'd probably still get into some because we're human, but we wouldn't have that. Well, it was in my blind spot thing going on. It also works because after we've created or chosen the destination and identified the mental blocks about ourselves, Suddenly, we realize it's not life that stops us anymore. We can see that it's us that stops us from powerfully showing up as our greatest selves. So, we can create actions and practices to move ourselves step by step closer to the thing that you said you wanted. And guess what? Just like the Rubik's Cube, some of these actions or practices aren't gonna work. And that's why we call them practices, because often the best practices. Result in a whole lot of not working before we succeed. The practices and actions we will set you up with, help you get to the thing that you said you wanted. And then as a coach, it's it's a coach's job to remind you what you said you wanted. Because there's gonna be times where it gets hard or uncomfortable or you wanna quit or you get discouraged or you don't have enough time or it's too expensive. All these things show up everywhere in, in your life in between you and the thing you want. So it's a coach's job to keep you going forward and remind you why you're going forward, even when you get defeated. Dating and relationships aren't any different than anything else in life. We have to know where we wanna go before we get somewhere. We have to be committed and willing to keep trying even after failure and disappointment. And we must be willing to take action even when we don't feel like it, because that's what separates us from our greatness. Last, we must learn to love the journey Because what's the fucking point if we're miserable or suffering through the whole process just to get a result? The process is maybe 10%, 1%, and the journey is the other 90. We got to enjoy the journey. So if this sparks some curiosity or interest, and you want to discuss how you could transform your relationships, dating life or love life, regardless of where it is, married, single, never dated someone or been dating somebody every day for 30 years. I'd love to hear from you. But before I leave you, I want to leave you with five common relationship pitfalls or pieces of wisdom that I've seen through working with couples and individuals on their relationships. So the first one is we can't change people. People do change, but they change because they want to and they're willing to put in the work. And if you do the work to change yourself and you make the effort to practice showing up differently with people, you often get a different result in your interactions with them. So to kind of make that simpler, you can't change anyone, but you can change yourself. And if you change yourself, the world around you will interact differently with you because you are different. So the second one is stop relating to people as their problems, their complaints, their issues, or the circumstances that they constantly bring up. We all do those things, but we aren't those things. We are powerful, we are strong, we are brilliant, we are creative, and we are love. Start looking for the greatness in other people. Think about things that you love about people or their best qualities either before or during your interactions with them. And practice relating to them based on those things. Number three. If you don't like something in someone else, flip the camera around or take a look in the mirror and see what it is about the thing that you don't like about them that shows up within you. Consider the famous saying, if you spot it, you got it. Often other people are the clearing or the reflection for the things that are going on within us. Number four. Stop thinking it's someone else's job to make you happy. It's not. It's your job. Happiness is homemade. If you're depending on another person to make you happy, consider you forgot to put sugar in the cake, toss it, and start over. Start loving yourself so you can love others. Someone else can't make you happy. They can add to, they can bring a lot of value, but if you're not happy, someone else won't do that for you. And last, trust yourself. Decide what you want and go after it. You don't have to compromise or settle. You don't have to live an I should or I shouldn't life. Choose powerfully what you want and go after it. And when you don't get it, try again. But don't give up on yourself and trust yourself. You likely already have everything you need within you. I hope this was helpful. With love and respect, I'm Alex Terranova. You are a Dream Mason, because your dreams don't build themselves. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason podcast. I am grateful to have you here. Please support me and this podcast by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, or YouTube, and leave a review on iTunes. And share this podcast with a friend. If you want more, or you're ready to play a bigger game and create more clarity, freedom, and success in your life, you can follow me on Instagram at inspirationalalex, or you can reach out to me at thedreammason.com or even email me at alex at Remember, you are a Dream Mason because your dreams don't build themselves.